get ready to explore uncharted frequencies. I'm your host, Mitchell Blair, with the ultimate showcase of San Marcos' local artists and producers from every genre. This is Season 2. All right, all right, all right. What is up, San Marcos? It is your host, Mitchell, with another episode of Uncharted Frequencies. And starting off our show strong today, we have two special guests from Flight by Nothing. I'm going to let them introduce themselves. Um, Huey. I'm Connor. And they're Flight by Nothing. So, uh, y'all have an upcoming show. Tell me a little bit about how y'all got this gig in San Antonio. Yes, San Antonio. We're playing at the Paper Tiger tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Uh, we're playing with Vortex. Uh, and this booking agency, Pink Mango, right? Pink Mango yeah, Presents, they reached out to us a few months back. And they're like, do you want to open up for Vortex? And we were like, sure, yeah, Paper Tiger again. Uh, and then just yesterday, we got updated that there's 681 ticket sales. So this will probably be the most amount of people that we've played 681 to. 681 ticket sales, dude? That's insane. Wow. No wonder y'all were, I mean, y'all were practicing last night and stuff. <laughs> I was like, okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. So y'all been also going on for over seven years now? That's correct. Yep. Uh, so how did that whole, how did y'all's band start? Tell me like the, how did, what was the foundation upon it? Um, it was Sam's, was it 18th, 18th birthday? 18th birthday, yeah. Uh, we were at his house and we were all sitting there with different instruments. I was playing bass. Uh, we were all sitting there jamming and then we were kind of just looking at each other and we were like, we should be a band. We should do this. And then within two weeks, uh, Connor's cousin got us a show opening for him. And uh, we wrote all of our music in those two weeks started playing shows and then seven years later we're still playing shows and making music that's crazy and so y'all all live together so it's like yeah it's kind of like the band thing i don't know y'all really close-knit i mean what are some tips that y'all could give people for how to stay you know as close as y'all are for so long because i i don't know it's not as common that i see bands last this long i feel like prioritizing your friendship yeah is like a really big part of it like you have to work at being friends for the music to like feel right all the time I would say is does it always come easy it's I'm, not always easy there's definitely times where it's like oh like what are we doing like we can't do something and then that's usually when the frustration hits and then you break through the barrier and then we put some like we come up with something that we actually like okay so is it like like one person will come into like a roadblock or like the whole group collectively is just like I'm not in the mood or it's not like do y'all like sit down and write music or is it all just like kind of like on the fly? I feel like a lot of times it's on the fly. Yeah, I mean, uh, like it, it's like when when we are all on the same wavelength, it's like a beautiful little moment in time, but you can't expect it all the time. Like yeah. You just got to like keep making stuff. So when it does happen, you're like, oh, we're all on the same page. This is sweet. Like, let's put it out. And it kind of just flows a lot easier. Yeah. Well, we're going to start off today with track two. And yeah, so without further ado, this is track two by Flight by Nothing. From the powder on your nose 
that was track two. And I want to hear what, what, how did y'all come up with the title track two? And then like the, the whole idea of the song, what was the, what's the backstory? So the title of that song was, uh, it was our working title. Like I knew like back for more was the first song and that one was the next one. And we just called it track two forever. So then when we recorded it, we were like, what should we name it? And I was like, track two. Like, let's just keep it what it is. So, so it just stuck. And it's the third track on our record. We ended the- up doing <laughs> intro, so. Track two is number three on the record. Yep. I love that. Okay. Well, we were just chatting up in here. And so what are some unique countries that y'all like y'all's music has like been presented in? I mean, you were telling me, but. Sure. Yeah. Like a few weeks back, one of our top five cities was Brisbane, Australia. Australia, and that's then crazy. Jakarta, Indonesia, uh, was also one of our top cities. So it's just interesting metrics. We were talking metrics. Yeah, our... talking numbers, <laughs> business. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. No, I'm but that's really cool because it's like it's not like you're directly like, oh yeah, I'm trying to market to these other countries. But then on the fly, you get to see that other people around there are listening. That's really cool. So don't catch me tripping, but I'm gonna spin out for a second. No, <laughs> spinning out is the name of the next <laughs> song. All right, stay tuned. That was spinning out, and that was like, so we had, I guess someone describe it as atmospheric, what, space rock? Atmospheric art rock, although I like the sound of space rock a little bit more. Space rock, yeah, I feel like it was like bubbly and light and like, like you're just floating in the clouds, mm-hmm. and that's what you're going to hear whenever you're just like, like, you know, what is it, like very calmly falling through the sky. Yes. Yeah, of course, but... I had this question, which was going to be, uh, so y'all have inspiration from like, what, five or six to five people is in the band, right? Five dudes. So how does that clash whenever y'all are making music? Because it's, I mean, each one of y'all has your own favorite taste of music. So how does that kind of all go into y'all's song creation? Oh, man. 
I definitely think like all of us having completely different influences kind of helps make music easier to make with the five of us. Uh, like uh, I'm inspired by like Elton John and the Bee Gees and Parcels and bands like that. But our guitarist Paco is into like 80s metal music and our bassist is into funk music. And I think it makes it to where it's like when everyone adds something on, it kind of like it all clicks. Like it's like, oh, there's his signature sound. There's Connor's signature sound. And it's you kind of pick it out throughout the mix of it. What yeah. about you, Connor? What's your what's your inspiration? Like? Oh, across the board, man. Michael Jackson's definitely one of my first Ooh. inspirations. But Love that. Fall Out Boy and Panic at the Disco are two of my favorite bands. And I've like when I was like seven years old, those were like my favorite bands. But then like Young the Giants, definitely like one of my more current inspirations. But it's it's across the board. So y'all each each one of y'all kind of just add your own like flavors and spice into the mix, and it all just like blends into this flight by nothing creation. That's cool. It, do y'all have like a band collectively that y'all try and look up to for like like motivation, inspiration, or what what y'all like to perform like, or y'all just like your own breed? Like, I think it depends on the song. Like I yeah. think we'll listen to something sometimes and be like, ooh, this 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 does sound kind of like Young the Giant, and then we'll kind of all listen to Young the Giant and stuff, try and make it work. But like. It, it kind of just, yeah, it depends. It's different every single song for sure. That makes sense. And then I got to see y'all perform at Private Park, and y'all are so lively when you're performing. Like, y'all add, like, a lot of flair to it. What, Connor, what's your, like, signature to do whenever you're on stage? Oh, man, I just like to dance and have as much fun as I possibly can to make the audience feel, like, comfortable to be able to do that themselves as well because that's the funnest part of it all is just this collective experience of just having fun like that's what it's all about the all the, the energies kind of just like mashing together every like whenever y'all went up for the uh, private park event like uh, not that long ago like sometime last year everyone in private park went up on stage for that and was like dancing and it looked like they were dancing like no one was looking like uh -huh. the whole time and so yeah. that like carefree energy just like you know it doesn't matter who's looking or who's paying attention. Y'all are just like, everyone's free whenever they're listening to your music. And that was really cool to see just like across the board. No one was like in their own like little fit or their mood or whatever. Like to themselves, everyone was like having a good time. And it was cool to see everyone like that together. Y'all definitely have a good way of bringing people together that way. Thank that you. That was a really fun set. That was. That was one of the funnest ones in San Marcos for sure. Well, sometimes you just have to bring a heat wave over the crowd and <laughs> make it go crazy. Heat wave is the name of the next song. Cheers.
Ooh, I'm still sweaty after that heat wave. Uh, so they've been playing for seven years, which means they've had a collective probably over what fifty shows, oh, hundred shows, over a hundred, probably two hundred at this point. Don't you oh, think? Well over two hundred. I'd I'd say anywhere from Jeez. three to four hundred. That's insane, dude. That's like I can't even hardly count that high. So what's <laughs> been the most like prominent places y'all been able to play so far? Sure. I think we went on tour in, in summer of 2022 and that was really special. It was our first tour. We just loaded up in a couple of our cars and hit the road. And definitely Athens, Georgia and Atlanta, Georgia were two of our favorite shows ever, I think. Just the energy in the audience was amazing. But our the funnest shows I think we've played um, ever as a band have been our release show in September at Empire Control Room. We sold 200 tickets, and that was a, a landmark for us. Dude, that's awesome. It was awesome. And then we played at Tantra okay. uh, for our last show of the year mm-hmm. uh, that was last year. year anniversary. That was our seventh year anniversary, and Cheers. it was our last show of the year. And there were so many people, uh, so many uh, San Martians at that show, and it was, it was amazing. It was such a good time. And did y'all start in San Marcos? We started in North Dallas. North Dallas. So yeah, it's a little town called Anna. It's about an hour north of Dallas. Okay. We all grew up there. Elementary school, middle school, high school, little league baseball, soccer. Dang. So y'all um, are like y'all been on each other for like a lifetime. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. And then yeah, in twenty twenty one of November we moved here to San Marcos. We finally found a house and we said, Let's move in together. So That's here we are. awesome. That's really cool. And so after the three to four hundred shows, you said you've been almost basically coast to coast. You've gone to play in Carolina, South Carolina, Charleston, okay. South Carolina. Yeah, that was East Coast, and we did you know Florida, New Orleans, uh, Louisiana. I said New Orleans. That's Louisiana. But, uh, <laughs> geography, am I right? <laughs> uh, we did my, one of my favorites. We did a hangout fest in Alabama. And uh, we had gone a couple times as fans, so like getting to play like on like a big festival stage on like the same day as like we met Fall Out, Fall Boy, Out together. Boy and Dude, Post Malone what? and all that was really Paco, really surreal. Paco, our guitarist, played with Oliver Tree last minute. We I, played a set, and then they were like, "We need a guitarist for Oliver Tree," and Paco was like, "I'll do it." And, and then yeah, he was there. I think I saw the video on y'all's Instagram where y'all are like up like uh, <laughs> yeah. like in the back of the stage, just all like sitting up there, and he's just like, "Wait, what's going on?" And yeah. he's just like stringing his guitar for Oliver Tree like that's crazy yeah the the experiences that y'all had together I feel like are one of a kind and uh what are what is y'all's goals going into the future this year is definitely to put out um lots of new music that's pretty much the main goal is to put out new music everything else will kind of fall in uh you know underneath that definitely play more shows go on tour again is there any specific venue that you would like What's your dream venue? What's like a dream show for y'all? I mean, tomorrow getting to play the main room at Paper Tiger is already like a whoa. Like that's super cool to me. We've played the small stage so many times, so like, like playing a a big packed room will definitely be crazy. Yeah, with over six hundred tickets sold too. That's crazy. That's gonna be awesome. Red Rocks Amphitheater would be my dream. I think Red Rocks Amphitheater. Where's that? Uh, Denver. Denver. Okay. Yeah. A little Colorado show. That'd be Mm -hmm. crazy. And in 10 years, do y'all think y'all are still going to be together? I hope so. Absolutely. We're all best buds. We're going on like 20 years of being friends. So <laughs> yeah. I feel like. At this point, like, we're kind of stuck together. Yeah, I was going to say, like, yeah. No it's matter what like, happens, dude. Like, Yeah, like this bond is not going away. Yeah. We're like brothers, only closer. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, what has been some of the funniest, like, experiences y'all have all had together? <laughs> only closer, gosh. SpongeBob reference. Um... What's some crazy experiences that y'all have done together, whether it's being on tour or living in San Marcos or living in Dallas, just... 
Well, Hangout Fest was definitely up there. I mean, we were just getting to live the rock and roll lifestyle, free drinks, free food, no waiting in lines, getting to meet all these interesting people for a whole weekend party on the beach. That was definitely one. I snuck backstage at Tame Impala. He knows Wait, Kevin. Yo, what? Huey knows Kevin. Kevin. They're like, they go way back. That's, what? You just, <laughs> that's, how? I'm sitting here just like don't, baffled. Don't. I, I lied my way in. So there's like two people, uh, like, that were like, hey, can like you can get backstage? And I was like, yeah, I can get backstage. So I took these two people that I did not know back there, and there was a security guard. He's like, hey, where are y'all going? And he stopped the other two people, and I kept walking. So I ended up backstage, and then I got backstage, and there was no one there. It was a closed backstage. So I was standing as still as I could, like I was like <laughs> trying to like take videos and stuff, but I was scared to dance or like show myself at all because everyone was wearing like all black, and I was wearing like beach clothes (laughs) just beach fitted out in the backstage like 11 at night i was terrified but it was so fun i ended up in his trailer and it was what it was crazy dude how y'all need to take me with you sometime seriously that's crazy (laughs) um introduce y'all's other band members i'm sorry yeah so me huey here uh and then we have paco who's our lead guitarist porphy who's our bass player and sam who's our drummer Okay, and Connor, Connor and Huey, y'all both sing? Yeah, sing, mm-hmm. play guitar, He's keys and vocals. Keys and vocals. Vocals and keys. Okay, and have you, how long have y'all been playing instruments, just like since you were, you know, in middle school or more? You go first. Um, I, I started playing keys when I was like 17. I kind of did it like just like I got a keyboard and was playing around. And then uh, once we started the band, I was going to try and play bass, but Porphy is like a world-class bassist, <laughs> so I was like, I'm not going to do yeah, that. Yeah, not going to try and compete. Piano. Okay. And you, Connor? I started singing pretty early on, but I got my first guitar when I was seven, and I would strum around, mess around, but I never really took it seriously until I was maybe like 15, so yeah. Were you been a while. Did you train yourself, or did you like learn from like a teacher? or? I had like a week of like complimentary lessons somewhere as Guitar a child Center maybe yeah or something like that but most of it's been like youtube okay yeah and we we both did uh musical theater together growing up yeah. uh so i mean we were always like performing all the time you know? i was gonna say singing how, songs how did y'all get used to like singing or being on stage in front of whether the crowd's like 10 or 10 hundred or whatever it is like just did it come natural after being in musical theater? Oh, musical theater helped a lot. I mean, it gets you so used to being on stage in front of people and how to present yourself on stage. And our theater director, she was a very, uh, she was a very strong lady. Okay. Uh, you know, a, a Georgia lady. And she was very brutally honest with you. If you weren't doing a good job or if you didn't sound good, she would tell you right there in front of everybody. Jeez, that's um, ruthless. She really made you a stronger performer and more professional too, I would say. That's good, though. Do y'all have any, like, pre-game rituals that y'all do before you're going on for a show? Like, I feel like... I feel yeah, like we, all, we always have a little powwow before shows. Uh, powwow? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely. Like, we, we like getting dialed in. Now that we have the van, we kind of have, like, a, a green room on the go. So mm-hmm. we, like, like just, like, we'll sit in there and listen to vocal warm-ups and listen to music. And we'll get in a circle and we'll stretch sometimes. Okay, wow. Like, That's... Like like middle school athletics, you know, just like circle up and then y'all like on the floor just like stretching. Yeah, we'll do some stretches. We'll jump up and down. We'll we'll yell, hug know. a little bit. Hug a, yeah, a little hug pre-show hug. Of course. I mean, I feel like that's necessary. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you just need to calm down, like especially right before Absolutely. the show. Absolutely. Calm down is the name of the next song. Y'all enjoy.
That was calm down, which was pretty calm. I mean, I've had like five cups of coffee and I'm not calm. Uh-huh. But after listening to that song, I mean, who couldn't be calm? But, um, you know, there's this really interesting question. Um, I need to know y'all's favorite movie. Favorite movie? Okay, I'll go ahead and say uh, my new favorite movie. I just watched this last week. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Jim Carrey movie. It's amazing. Okay. Is it like, in? it's not in theaters? It's like Netflix? It's, it's like it, it's released in like 2003 i don't know if it's on netflix okay but interesting really good what's it about oh man i don't even remember it's jim <laughs> carrey he's trying to he's trying to he, he goes to this company so that he can uh have his 
memory erased of this relationship that he was in because he was too heartbroken. And so he wants to get the memory uh, of this woman erased from his mind. But as he's going through the process of getting this memory erased, he starts to change his mind. He's like, I'd rather you know, deal with the pain of the of this loss and have these me- and have these memories because there are all these beautiful memories. It's super trippy, super beautiful. Made me cry, made me laugh. So that sounds like a good movie. Five out of five. Awesome. Good tomatoes. Good tomatoes. <laughs> um, most recently, I just saw this movie called Anatomy of a Fall, and it was one of the best movies I've ever seen in my life. It's like a it's a French. It's shot in like the French Alps. But it's like half in English, half in French. But uh, it's like it's like a, a courtroom drama. Okay. But it's super intense and so good. The acting is incredible. Is it I like it. juicy tea or is it like kind of just like rich, like strict acting? I don't know. Like um, the the acting is just incredible. Best performance from a kid and a dog that I've ever seen. <laughs> and a dog. I don't know how the dog acted the way it did. It <laughs> kind of blew my mind. Was the dog a paid actor? I guess so. It, I, it How do have been? Should have been. Should have won an Oscar. <laughs> so they are actually really good at um, voice accents, and so um, they're gonna run us through a couple actually right now. So what are you talking about, mate? What are you talking about accents? I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, as you talk about accents, um, what are your favorite comedians? Because I feel like you know when you're on stage, you have to have something funny to talk about right. sometimes. And yeah. You kind of you need to you know take. Dimitri Martin's definitely one of my favorite comedians. Um, Bill Burr, of course, is amazing. Mitch as well. Hedberg. Mitch Hedberg. Yeah, right now Ralph Barbosa. Shout yeah, out Ralph, Ralph Barbosa. Barbosa. He's from Dallas. He's blowing up right now. Okay, that's He's cool. Awesome. Well, y'all aren't leaving just yet, but tell me more about your members and how, like Sam. Eh, wait, Sam. So yeah, Sam drummer, Porphy Sam. bass, Paco guitar. Sam Porphy and Paco. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So tell me more about them. Star of the Porphy. <laughs> um, they're they're the the bomb. They're the best. Uh, Talk about how you met Porphy. Okay, so I met Porphy in first grade, so about twenty years ago. And uh, while I was in first grade, I suffered a pretty crazy injury. I chopped my toe off, and I was too short for crutches, so I was in a wheelchair. And my like, m- I had to pick somebody to push me to the bathroom and stuff like that, and I picked Porphy. And uh, we've been buds ever since. It was kind of just perfect. He played Yu-Gi-Oh! I played Yu-Gi-Oh! We all hung out. It was fun. Some Yu-Gi-Oh! bros? Heck yeah. Just running it up on there? That's awesome. Okay. That's an interesting, unique story. We met Sam in like first grade. He moved from Oxnard, California to Anna. So yeah, probably about 20 years of knowing Sam too. And we would just always end up in classes together. And anytime we had a class together, we just caused chaos because we just can't take anything seriously. It was just always, always jokes. And um, so we became best friends with Sam in like, like probably first or third grade. Paco, we actually met through Porphy because Porphy and Paco, they actually used to play in a church band together a long time ago. And it was by happenstance that Porphy ran into Paco uh, at our community college in North Dallas. And Porphy was like, hey, uh, Paco, you want to join a band? And Paco's like, sure. And then Paco comes to check us out at one of our shows. And we weren't playing the best at that time. I think I was wearing khaki shorts and like running shoes on stage. So oh, wow. that's not the best look. Super um, casual, super casual. Super cash. Yeah. Um, and he later told us, he's like, I didn't think you guys were that good. 
but maybe I can help these guys out. Wow. And so, <laughs> maybe I can so do the light. He was so <laughs> He's honest. He's such a shredder. He is, dude. He's a master shredder. I mean, like, when he, the first practice that he came to, uh, it, we actually used to practice in Huey's room at Huey's house. And the first practice that he came to, he came in and we were playing our songs and he just started shredding on them. And we're all just completely mind blown. Like, I don't think any of us have ever witnessed somebody shred like that in front of us. And so it was just completely mind blowing. And then we played our first show with him, like after the first practice with him, like later that night at the door uh, in Deep Ellum. Um, and Paco is just like, if anyone's going to be a stand-up comedian, it's Paco. He is like the perfect comic timing. It, since we all live together, it's basically like living in a sitcom. Okay. Uh, the way we are with each other, I would say. What sitcom would you relate it to? Oh, a little what? bit of that 70s show. Okay. Uh, a little bit of Workaholics. Yeah. Workaholics, okay. Maybe a little bit of How I Met Your Mother, you know? And that's nice. <laughs> of course, yeah. Maybe two broke girls. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But, um, five broke dudes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> five broke dudes. <laughs> Living in Samo. Oh yeah. How's how's San Marcos been compared to Dallas? I mean, Amazing. it's definitely. I feel like it's a different atmosphere. Absolutely. Oh, um, it's it's super communal here, which I really really enjoy. Uh, we grew up in a small town called Anna, and like, it's like cornfields and, and gas stations, gas stations, truck stops. Like, not a lot going on over there. Okay. And very then, low uh, key. Like Connor and I, we lived in Plano for a little bit, which is like a ton of people, but it's like concrete jungle. It's mm. like the city, just the complete city, city. The yeah. suburb. I mean, it's just like the you know the, the burbs. burbs, the burbs. But uh, yeah, here is like the the nature here, the people here, the friends here feel like family. It's super sweet. I love San Marcos. There's an actual sense of community here, which is not something that. I don't think any of us really ever felt living in Anna or Plano. It's just like everyone's kind of doing their own thing, whereas here there is this kind of sense of like s support for each other and everyone's craft, and it's a really awesome thing to be a part of. So many great creatives, too, everywhere. It's insane. Like, just walking on the street in the square, you see, like, someone's playing music, like, fussing or something, whatever it is, or you walk into, like, the 20 different venues that are all around and there's always great performers whether you've like heard them before or never heard of them and so it's cool getting to see your friends go on stage and then get off and then you're going on stage and everyone's really supportive here like whenever I go to Austin it's super super competitive uh -huh. and so it's like very intense and not to say it's like good or bad but it's intense and more cutthroat I would say and then I come back into San Marcos and it's like everyone's like rooting for each other rather than trying to like get their get at their throat or something like that for like the next spot in line and so it's definitely a nice break from the crazy i mean it's still crazy don't get me wrong <laughs> square is crazy but it's more relaxing and also just that sense of communal like you said and would you ever tour out of the country oh absolutely for sure we would love to tour in like europe and the uk really anywhere yeah that's that's my dream to play in like in like London, just Europe in general, Berlin, Germany. I that would be crazy. I mean, what is the what is the experience like whenever you're on tour? Like, does it get like everyone's so together too much, or like is it intense? Is it all friendly? Is it tiring? Dude, I think we got together. I mean, we've been obviously we've known each other for so long, but being on the road, you th you always hear horror stories of bands going on the road and then, like yeah. they break up uh, after they go on tour. But we were, I mean. 
constantly together and it went really well. I mean, we all just hung out the whole time, basically. I mean, it was mostly me and Huey driving in my car. My car was like the pack mule okay. of, the, of the caravan. Sam carried Porphy and Paco uh, and a couple other things. But, you know, it was actually a great time. And then, you know, we come back from tour and then we live together. So we still see each other. It's not like we Yeah, really... it's not like we're going back <laughs> to each other's lives. It's like, this is the life. Yes, this is the life. And honestly, I wouldn't have it any other way. It's, a, it's an awesome time. That's I awesome. Do y'all, so do y'all like work outside of this? Or yeah. Is it, okay. What do you do? I'm a tour guide in Austin. Okay. Word. Yeah. I work for a tours. I give like city tours. I drive people around in vans. Do you, oh, do you do like the segways or no? No segways. I drive a Sprinter van. Okay. And I have the little microphone on. Oh, that's awesome. And I'm like, hey, everybody, welcome to Austin. All right, all right, all right. Howdy. <laughs> I'm just, you know. Very Austinite. Okay. Yeah. And you, Huey? Uh, I'm a project manager for North Texas Carpentry. So I work remote. Just okay. work from home here. Get to work from home. And what about the boys? Sam's working for Whole Foods now. Okay. Sam, uh, Paco and Porphy, they both work at Goodwill here in San Marcos. Cheers. So they got the hookups on Good clothes. dope items. Oh, yeah. yeah. Tons of decor. Yeah. Tons of decor. Get it for, you know, the good low, low price. Oh, yeah. Uh, sometimes it gets hot and, you know, the world gets a little crazy. We talk about <laughs> economics, politics, but really the world's on fire. World on Fire is the name of the next song, so y'all enjoy. Yeah. 
That was just a never before seen clip, video, not video, music, song of the song World on Fire. So tell me, what, what version was that? So that was just a, kind of an extended cut. Before we put out the final version on Spotify, uh, we thought we should have another verse where Paco shreds, but then we were like, let's just, let's just keep it short and sweet. So we cut that section out. Um, and, and yeah, that's just a, a more raw version of what's out there. So, yeah, that's something y'all will not ever get to really listen to besides on uncharted frequencies. So, yes, but I'm going to, unfortunately, end the segment with Flight by Nothing. But where can we find y'all? Absolutely. You can check us out on all streaming platforms, uh, Spotify, Apple Music, all that stuff. If you want to keep up with our shows where we're playing, uh, Instagram is the best place to get updates on our shows. Uh, and you can also follow us on TikTok. Those are all at Flight by Nothing. Awesome. And then do you want to do personal promo real quick? Uh, sure. My Instagram's Connor Redden, C-O-N-N-E-R-R-E-D-D-E-N. Um, mine is underscore B-R-A-Y-D-O-N, Houston, like the city. Um, come to our show tomorrow at Paper Tiger. It's not far. It's right down the road in San Antonio. Just right down the road. Just, going yeah. at 8 o'clock. Yeah. Be, Doors are at 7. Doors are at 7. Starts at 8. They're on the main stage with over 600 tickets sold. So, huge shout out. Thank y'all so much for coming on the show. I appreciate y'all. Thank you. I definitely am looking forward to seeing more of y'all in action. And this is track two as we get CJ to the queue. So, y'all stay tuned.
Welcome back to Uncharted Frequencies with Mitchell Blair. And today, our next guest on the show is... Clarence Texera. Clarence Texera. That's a unique name. I know you usually go by CJ, but me and him have been hanging out for a while. Um, I've been wanting to get him on the show before he may go to Florida. Not sure, but either way, Working on it. he's in town. And so I was like, please, come on the show. Absolutely. So what y'all just heard was Mamas by... CJ, and so tell me about your going into music. Um, so I started playing guitar when I was 14 years old. Uh, my little sister got a guitar for Christmas because she wanted to be like Avril Lavigne. Okay, so makes sense. I took her guitar and <laughs> you took her guitar, yeah, and she's always been mad at me for that. But you know, I kind of did my thing. Been playing 15 years, so um, this band that I started, Fly Decay. I uh, started probably in 2017. I was in three different bands, Cold Tonys, uh, Beatnik Bandits, and my own Project Flydica. And uh, yeah, that that was a song I recorded 2019 with my friends Chris Sims and Hans Bleichert, very great musicians from North Texas. And you also do a lot of freestyles too. Like you, like I've seen you go up at the porch a lot, and whenever you go up there, like. It is like no one else is in the room when you were on stage, oh, and you yeah. you like you can belt, you can sing. Where'd you learn to sing? I taught myself how to sing. I used to take vocal lessons when I was really young, but um, I think just over time, especially playing here for so many seven years or whatever, I've, my voice has definitely gotten better, and I've kind of figured out my range a lot more. So, yeah, I love singing. It's what's fun. your What's your favorite place in San Marcos to sing at? Um, my favorite place to sing at here. Oh man, that's a good question. Um, I really like Tantra's stage area. It gives like a lot of ambience to kind of like feel people and kind of see like if they're vibing with stuff. You know, exchanging energy with them and things like that. So um, yeah, I'd have to say Tantra. I love playing all over the place. Tantra, Zelix, You know, whatever, whatever. People give me a gig, or wherever people give me a gig, you know. Do you try and do, like, karaoke and open mics often? Uh, I do. I try to go to open mics. I try to jam a lot. Uh, Wednesdays, I jam at the porch. Um, recently, they got shut down, but... Unfortunately. Unfortunately. But, uh, yeah, I went to Jack's last night, so I'm always trying to jam with people. and uh, You know, I'm just used to playing with, with randos, you know. What genre would you try, would you, could you put yourself in, or what genres? Ooh, um, I just, I usually just say psychedelic rock and sort of like a Jimi Hendrix 60s vibe sort of thing, but I think more recently I'm trying to get into 90s sort of sound and kind of a darker, more brooding, you know. More grungy. More grungy, songwritery, yeah, yeah, okay. stuff like that, yeah, so. And so, do you write? all the songs or do you like write co-write with people uh, yeah i usually write all the songs uh, i have i've had a lot of help recently my buddy patrick mcnally who's an amazing drummer uh musician all all around uh we got together in 2019 and we've been steady playing together for the past three years or so four actually no four yeah four years four or five years now so yeah it's been a, it's been a good journey man like we were playing every night every weekend friday saturday for a few years there and until COVID came, and um, yeah, it was a it was a good run. We had a good we had a good time. 
Were you were you in town whenever there was like Triple Crown and those other venues? Um, not Triple Crown, but uh, it was around when uh, it's called it's called Axis now, or it used to be called Kava Kiva. Kiva called Kiva. Yeah, yeah. So back in the day, we, I'd play Kiva a lot and just jam with different people, different friends. You know, I'd get a gig and I wouldn't even have a band. I'd just be like, "Hey, you want to play with me Friday?" And they'd be like, "Sure." And we just go jam it out. So, yeah. Do you like going in with like random people because it like opens up your kind of like you know third eye of music? Yeah, or? it gives me more of a range just to you know try different people have you know a different style and put their own little style on my music. So I like to kind of you know mess around different people, different recording, you know, uh, like you said, arrangements. People have different ideas. I love you know just different uh, you know a different range and a different. Um, the word for it Style. different perspective yeah you know well since then you know everything's changed also everything's changed is the name of the next instrumental so y'all stay tuned and enjoy
we're back. That was a nice instrumental by CJ. So was are those all the same bands that you played with? Uh, yeah, so this is all Fly Decay stuff. So anything that's Fly Decay is kind of my personal stuff I'll write and record. Um, that was done this year or last year, the beginning of last year with my the same people, Chris and Hans. And we just got together in the studio and knocked some songs out. So That's awesome. Really quick, I do have to do a shout out. We have our inaugural San Marcos Music Awards tomorrow. And so the red carpet begins and doors open at 545 and the ceremony starts at 7. I highly encourage all my people from San Marcos to Austin to San Antonio to surrounding areas to come and join us. It is the first ever award ceremony that the station has ever done before. And it's definitely going to be one that you don't want to miss because there's over we have 20 different sectors or sections of music that we're going to be presenting and some very unique type of awards they're uh, one of a kind for sure so i definitely encourage all of y'all to come out and support your local artists especially ones that you nominated but speaking of music <laughs> do you is there like specific types of um music or instruments that you've played that you like struggled with or um, had challenges with yeah i mean i, I try to play everything I'm not, I'm not too good at drums uh pretty good at bass but uh i can't play keys and i honestly can't read music at all like i failed music theory in college uh pretty badly actually i might pass just because we cheated together or something like that that's <laughs> usually the trend that's yeah. usually the the college trend i know i've had friends in music theory and it's like reading another language it's right. like it's insane all the different notes and the varieties of keys that you can play in. It's yeah. like, I have no clue what's going on. But I do <laughs> feel like I have a decent ear for music. Yeah, so. same, same. That's ears, good. Ears, what's up? Ears, what matters, you know? And so you've gotten to record at the conservatory. Uh, yeah, I recorded the conservatory in Austin 2019 with a guy named Patrick who is in a band called Moon Dunes who helped us out with that recording. But uh, yeah, I was, uh, didn't get any vocals or anything, but it was a good session kind of make demos and come out with that album that I came out with uh, in 2022. And over the course of the, I guess, lifetime of your music career, how many songs do you think you've made? Oh, man. Hundreds. Hundreds? <laughs> yeah. You, if you look at my computer, I have files on files, things that I'll never, I'll never release, but, you know, I, I made it. I make I make a lot of music, man, like all the time. That's good. I feel like to just continue on to be in the scene is definitely what you want. We're going to go into a quick station ID break. Y'all stay tuned. You're listening to Listener Supported, KZSM LPFM, San Marcos, Texas, 104.1 FM, and KZSM.org. And we're back. So what... What are, like, the things that you look forward to whenever you're going on stage? Like, is it the crowd's, like, I guess, reaction to it? Is it you being able to go up on stage? Like, what are what are things you look forward to? I um, look forward to, you know, exchanging energy with the audience and really having them feel the music. It gives me more of a – it gives me an ability to kind of, like, dive into it more. And um, just, like, I like to just close my eyes and – and play and uh, I feel like that's uh, just feeling like connection to a higher power uh, is like what I'm striving for every time I play so that's really my my uh, main goal when I'm playing you know is would you would you consider it as a form of expression from like your brain your heart your soul what, uh, what would you from the heart always from the heart 
always would love and always without, you know, being too hard on myself. And if I'm not enjoying it, you know, there's no reason to make music if you're not enjoying it and not having fun. I think enjoying it is one of the key parts of music because, I mean, it's it definitely can be difficult and challenging at times, but that should usually be like a nice fire to put under yourself to challenge you and push mm -hmm. you to go further. We have our next song up, which is Electric B by the band Fly to K. Fly to K? Yeah. And this was live at Cheatham Street, so y'all stay tuned. That was electric blank. But uh, what would you say is some key influencers in your music journey that you've tried to like look up to or take kind of inspiration from? Um, always been into legendary guitar players. I love Steve Ray Vaughan, Jimi Hendrix, Frank Zappa. Um, I love all the 70s stuff, 60s stuff. Anybody who's really like into a more experimental sound and trying to make uh, music that's not for a status quo or whatever you want to call it, you know. Like the trending, necessarily. Trending, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of out of the. I'm kind of out of the 
the era, I kind of like to go back and try to make things that sound old, if that makes any sense, you know. Dive back into music that they used to make and kind of either recreate it or make it your own. Yeah, yeah, without all the uh, production or whatever, all the fix-ups or whatever, you know, I like, I like having little mistakes in there and making it sound kind of unique, you know. I like whenever there's, like, raw vocals and, like, you can feel, like, how, like, it's not... It it wasn't like mass produced in a mm. factory, so to speak, or right. anything like that. It was just like from the bare bones all the way up. One and done. I paid for it all myself and had a had a good time doing it. So yeah, I did that track with my friends uh, Patrick McNally and Ben Livingston, who are very great musicians from the San Marcos area as well. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Who are some other San Martians that you've gotten to play with? Uh, <clears throat> well, I play with uh, I play with uh, with uh, my buddy Will Webbs. He's in the band called Bogan Villa. <clears throat> he's playing tomorrow at the Price Center. Um, he's up for a reward, so he's gonna be closing down. I play with him a lot. That's awesome. Uh, been playing with him for like seven years. We've been jamming together and kind of. He was one of the main people who influenced me to be like, yeah, I can you know make rock music and I don't care. You know, you don't have to care what people want to hear or or what's popular. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. There's him and a plethora of other people I could mention that you know doesn't come to mind, but yeah, of course, I've been here a while. Um, I definitely want to do a shout out to the Cigar Vault for their open mics, as they've been slowly but steadily growing. They had they're you know extending their it's usual like a seven to nine, and they've been going all the way to like seven to ten because of the amount of people coming. Um, having an episode on February twenty second with four different people from the vault that go to open mics one was brand new and some of them are reoccurring but i highly encourage y'all to go check them out on wednesdays they have a nice stage it's comfortable it's cozy and it's a good spot to you know get a reaction and test out your music with a crowd of people who want to listen to your music and um have you ever played at the vault before? Uh, I have not yet. I actually was there the other day uh, watching some people. Um, but I got no, to see I, Lydia. Yeah, yeah. I got to see some people I know play. It was cool. It was it was interesting. I like, I like kind of like the acoustic vibe of that place a little bit more. It's very home and cozy for sure. Right. Um, what's been your favorite concert you've ever gone to in your Ooh, life? Favorite concert? Uh, I went to Ozfest 2008 when I was 14 years old. And, Ozfest, uh, like yes. Ozzy Osbourne. Ozzy Osbourne, dude. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I saw Ozzy Osbourne throwing buckets of water on people, and <laughs> I saw all the you know the lead singer from Corn and and uh, uh, System of a Down, and it was really cool for being 14 years old and you know getting to be like. In, in the middle of all the, the middle, craziness. Yeah, oh, yeah, it was crazy, man. It's the motorbikers and all that kind of junk. So. Were your parents just like, oh, yeah, this is going to be a normal concert? And then you just like kind of went? Or uh, like- no, my, my friend's sister got us tickets. My buddy Connor, he got us tickets. So we kind of sat up in a section, but seeing the whole thing, we saw Metallica come back, make their comeback. Too. Yo, it was what? Cool. Yeah, it was cool, man. It was it was back in the day. It was That sounds like a one-of-a-kind experience. Yeah, it was amazing. That's cool, awesome. Cool concert. Are there any goals for your music career that you want to take with you in the future? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I want to keep making music. I want to come out with some more albums and stuff. I'm, I'm definitely not finished. Um, I'm always going to keep making music until, you know, I hit the grave. So that's really all that matters to me. I don't really care about any sort of monetary success or whatever you want to call it. I'm just trying to make music and trying to express myself, you know? That's awesome. I have a reoccurring theme of this show where... I kind of put music with therapy. Would you Would you say you use music as therapy? Oh, absolutely, yeah. It is the most therapeutic thing to actually 
get away from yourself, get away from your head, and just be playing music and not worrying about anything else that's going on in the world, you know? It's kind and of a good escape, you know? Definitely nice to dive into, like, a world of music where, you know, there's always a million things going on in your life, like, 99% of the time. Of course. But if you're listening to that one song or playing or performing or writing that one song, you get to just, like, let it all out, it and that pent-up energy is just, like, ah, finally gone out of my yeah, system. It takes it all away. So tell me a little bit about Cold Tonys. Cold Ooh, Tonys. Cold Tonys. Uh, <laughs> so when I first moved to San Marcos, I was in a band called Cold Tonys. Uh, my friend Michael started the band, and then I came in and started playing guitar for them. That was like seven years ago. So yeah, Cold Tonys was kind of like a little Mac DeMarco indie project we did for a while, and it was a lot of fun. Kind of got my, you know, got my... Uh, you know, chops up there playing in front of people and stuff like that and kind of getting to know everyone in San Marcos. So good times, good times. Good test out for the scene and kind of see who's yeah. around. Oh, yeah, it was way different, way different back then, but it was, you know. How would you say the uh, environment has changed since, like, 2017 to now? Oh, man, I mean, everyone's everyone's left. Everyone's, you know, some people came back, but I feel like, you know, Back then, we really there were so many bands in town and so many people playing, so it was never short of being like, "Hey, you guys want to open up for me or close for me or whatever." So, I feel like now it's kind of dissipated a little bit, but slowly but surely, I think the community's coming back, and I think people are starting to listen more and go back to shows again. And I think it's good, man. It's That's good. good. I'm definitely looking forward to see the future of music in San Marcos since COVID definitely knocked out a good bunch of people, which is unfortunate because that was like the time where a lot of people were coming up and, yeah. you know, getting ready to like put on big shows oh, or go yeah. on tour or something crazy. And then it just smacked us all right in the face. Yep. Out of nowhere. Yep. <laughs> well, uh, where can we find your music? Can uh, we find your music? You can find my music on Spotify, Apple Music, all streaming platforms. Uh, got some YouTube videos. Just look up Fly Decay, F-L-Y-D-E-C-A-Y, and uh, you can check out some of our live stuff, too. Um, I don't know when we're doing any more shows, but I will keep people posted in the future if you just follow me on Instagram or whatever it is. So. Where can we follow you on Instagram? Uh, Fly Decay, F-L-Y-D-E-C-A-Y. Um, I have, you know, I post music on there sometimes, sometimes memes, usually memes. So. Memes are nice. <laughs> memes are nice. And then your personal Insta? Personal Insta is for the fans. Clarence J. Texera. And uh, you guys can follow me on there, too. It's a personal one. And uh, if you guys want to reach out, you can talk to me on there. Awesome. Thank you so much, CJ, for coming on the show. No Next problem. up, we have JJB and... Callie Rose. So these are some finalists in the SMMA awards, and I'm very excited to have them on. But this is "My Heart" by Cold Tony's. Any any last any last notes for this song before I play uh, it? Nope, no notes. Just uh, it's good stuff. Hope you guys enjoy. This is my heart. Y'all stay tuned. Is that my heart will be? 
what is up san marcus today we're waiting for these sirens to go by for like two seconds but we have some super special guests in the building we have callie rose if you'd like to say hi hi so she is seven you were seven years old yeah and you've been making music like and since you were like three i'm gonna put jj on too yeah so how do you go about making music i just like playing it do you and you make your own songs Yes. So whenever, like, you wrote songs like Ancient, where do you get your ideas from? I mean, they're so unique. I just like, I just like Ancient Egypt. Ancient Egypt? That's really cool. And you got to play at Native Blends? Yeah. That's really cool. Oh, who has been, like, a person that you really enjoy playing with whenever you're on stage? Dad. Dad. <laughs> so, Dad, JJV. So, uh, what are you looking forward to for the SMMA SMMA Awards? Yeah, tomorrow. Well, I'm excited that, you know, this is the inaugural SMMA Awards, and uh, Kali Rose is actually nominated for two categories. She's a finalist in two of the categories, so. And congratulations as, on you being a finalist as well. Thank and you. So Thank it's you. pretty cool. Yeah, it's nice. You as well. Know. Thank you very much. Of course. Yeah, and so it's cool, you know, we... Uh, it's fun seeing everything come together, you know. It's it's cool seeing the radio station up and running and we're on FM we're on FM now, so having that going is is a great I think a great gift to the community cuz we can bring everybody in, we can start to spread the news, we can share the different music, especially for local artists. Like you have a way to come get your music out, you know. Yeah. I think it's another platform rather than just like the typical like social medias and Spotify, Apple, it's like another thing right. that you can then take to more radio stations and then even more platforms. Exactly. Which, and you can share. I mean, it looks good, too. You know, it looks good to be on FM radio. 100%. You know. So, Callie, do you do you like hearing your music whenever it's on the radio? Yeah. What's, what's been like your favorite song that you've made so far? So much fun. So much fun. Well, we're also going to be doing some live music today, right? Yeah. And you, what what all do you play? I play a lot of instruments. So harmonica, drum, electric, I'm learning electric guitar, ukulele, uh, recorder, flute. That's a long list. Yeah. <laughs> That's a long list. Like I can't even play one. And I'm, I'd still learn how to use my voice. And you're up there singing with like huge crowds and everything. You've gotten to play with like some really cool, some really cool people. Uh, what are you get nervous before you're going on stage? No. No, it's just fearless. Yeah. That's awesome. I've been doing it for my whole life. So it's just like bred into you're just like, "Oh, this comes naturally." Yeah. That's really cool. And for you JJ, uh music, how long have you been doing music cumulatively? Uh, you know, it's funny. I uh I actually didn't touch a guitar until I was almost 21 years old. And uh so I started really late. I was, you know, a I was coaching sports and playing sports. You know, that's what I did before I decided to play music. And then uh, I picked up a guitar and was like, oh, this is what I was supposed to be doing. Yeah. <laughs> like, this feels so, right. This feels yeah. like what I'm supposed to do. Exactly. And so, you know, that's what it just kind of took off for me. You know, my songs come from dreams. So 90% of my songs come from dreams. That's really and cool. so I get the whole song in a dream, and I just have to figure out how to play what I heard in my dream. Do you memorize them easily? Like, for me, I'll wake up, and I'll be thinking about it so hard, and then I forget. Well, yeah, the thing is with mine is, it, I mean, it's 
it's obviously the universe giving me stuff because you know they're there and then if i don't learn it right away like i'll start having fragments of the dreams is kind of like reoccurring dreams until i finish the song that's <laughs> so, so i gosh i wish that sometimes it makes me realize how nice music is also realize is the name of our first song today so i hope yes, you all sir. enjoy by Justin James Bridges, The Holy Child. So what is The Holy Child? So The Holy Child is a band. They're based out of Austin now, but originally they're out of, uh, they're out of California. Incredible band. They play funk. They play blues. play soul. They play reggae. They, but mostly funk and soul and blues, but like with like, like kind of James Brown vibe. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah. Kind of like so, chill, funky. I like yeah. it. That's cool. And Real high energy. You know what I mean? Like. That's good. Get you up and dancing. Yeah, definitely when you're all on stage, just bring the energy and then exactly. gets them on their feet. I love that. So, Kali, what type of music do you like to make? Well... Is that hard to describe? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you make... I mean, you've even made... So, you're starting to make beats now? Yeah. That's really cool. Do you, how, how do you make a beat? Like, I, I'm so lost. 
So my dad has this beat pad on his phone. So you press a beat and then it plays the beat that you're pressing. And if you press it again, it stops the beat that you pressed. But there's like, I think like 16 or 36, 32 options that she has that she can turn on and off. <laughs> and so you're, are you just like going back and forth and kind of testing out what, what's good? Yeah. Okay. That's yeah, She mixes it live while she's doing it and like... <laughs> Just goes, like, starts recording it and then just, like, makes it? Yeah. That's crazy. I can't even hardly record my voice and do it right <laughs> in the first take. Like, that's insane. Um, are, are, so you're excited about tomorrow, right, for the, for the awards? Yeah. What is the outfit? Can you tell me? What's the, what's the glamorous outfit going to be? So I'm pinning on a white dress, but the skirt is tie-dyed. Okay. So some, like, white but, like, colorful, too? Yeah. I like it. It's very unique. And then I, I'm getting a sneak peek here. I don't know if I'm supposed to say this, but you're going to have your own show called KZSM Kids. Mm-hmm. That is something that everyone should definitely be looking forward to. She's going to be out here interviewing people and doing some live stuff. We also have some live music today at the end of our show. And I'm definitely hoping everyone is excited as I am for that. Uh, so how did you like, start learning electric guitar? That's something like you just like get one in your hand and practice so i wanted electric guitar since i got my her since i got my hands on harmonica and so my dad got me one for solstice we go to the music store and then i tried out a few guitars and the guitar that i really liked he he sneaked by it Without but you knowing? Behind my back. Oh, no. <laughs> so you had no idea? I had no idea he picked it out. And then at Christmas, he ra- there was a ginormous Christmas present that was huge. I, for a second, thought it was a surfboard. Whoa, so it was like a really big box. No, it was wrapped up in wrapping paper. Oh, okay. So you could you couldn't see it. You couldn't see it. Yeah. And so then after after Christmas you got it, and so you've been practicing ever since. Solstice. When I opened it, I thought it the case was so the guitar was in a case that Dad bought it to come with the guitar. And at first, I thought it was just a whole lot of instruments inside the case, but then I opened the case and I saw a head of, a head of a guitar, and I knew it was electric. That's awesome. That's really cool. So you had a really nice surprise for getting to open that, and you've been playing it and kind of jamming out with it. Yeah. That's really fun. Do you do you like playing it since so far? Yeah. Is it, I feel like learning new instruments is definitely like, like I don't know, a musician's dream, just to like practice with more things all the time. I think that's really cool. And the harmonica, like, did you just like pick one up one day and like, I mean. So my dad got me one for my first Christmas, for my full solstice for Christmas. I don't know. <laughs> for solstice, yeah. But then it was, it was in a black case and 
I shook it and it heard like a saker because dad also got me a saker. And I thought it was a saker for a couple of weeks. Then one day my dad opened the case and then I saw the harmonica and then he blowed into it and then he gave it to me and said and and I looked at it and then I blew into it and then I stood up and started walking forward toward him hmm. while playing harmonica. What? <laughs> Just automatically, like, the moment you had it in hand, you were like, all right, this is, she, I know what I'm going to do. Yeah, she yeah. she literally I, took her first steps playing a harmonica. What? <laughs> I was like, what? That's like a two-in-one. That's a twofer. <laughs> That's crazy. My mind was blown. I was just sitting there like, uh, you went from crawling to walking and playing a harmonica? That is okay. That's definitely not every kid's first steps for right? sure. That is yep. one of a kind. That's awesome. That's really cool. We're going to take a quick music break and listen to today and stay tuned for some live music towards the end. So enjoy it.
back with Kali and JJB. So, Kali, tell me a little bit about what you have in the works. You said you were working on a project? Yes. So tell me more. So, we're working on, this is one of our big hits. Me and my sister are working on, on putting together a band. And if you want to stop through our backyard, we're opening up an event. This is going to be our first event in our lives that we're opening up. That's exciting. And so you and your sister are making an album and you're putting on your own first event. Yeah. Are you excited? I am so excited. Gosh, there's so many things that go into putting on a show and you definitely have a great mentor, right, as your dad. So that's really cool. And how has it been to like watch the the growth from like you said like from walking to now? Yeah, it's been incredible to see. You know, she like the funny thing is is like we're not pushing her. You know, like never in this whole process have I ever been like, hey, you have to do this or you have to do this. Like, there's instruments around everywhere. I gave her a harmonica when she was a baby, so she picked it up and started playing. You know, and so like I didn't teach her how to play. She yeah. learned how to play and got to where she's at. You know. By herself that's so impressive <laughs> you know, dude that's so like, crazy like that's mind-blowing same thing with her on ukulele like i didn't teach her how to play i put it in a uh, slack key like an open tuning like slack key tuning and she figured out how to make it sound the way she wanted it to sound and then she like would play it for a little while and she's like daddy i kind of want this or I'm, lo I'm looking for this and we would adjust the tuning a little bit and she's like yeah that's what i'm looking for and she knows she what play, she's and, like, looking yeah that's and then she, and like that's insane like you know. you know how to like what you're looking for whenever you're playing music that's and then so she cool. hears it and she's like oh that's the sound i'm looking for Jeez, <laughs> that's insane well let's jump into a little bit more music it might be fun to you is the name of this might be funk to might you. be oh might might be funk to you might be funk to you all right well y'all enjoy it's not just Spirit. 
It might be funk to you, which features how many different artists on that one song? That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. It's uh, so that's Maruga Cosmic Boogie, but it's featuring the legends of Detroit. So you have Martha Reeves uh, from Martha Reeves and the Vandellas from Motown. You have Dennis Coffey from uh, he's the unaccredited guitarist on the first Funkadelic album, but he's also uh, the guitarist from a lot of Motown things, including all the Temptations stuff, all the psychedelic guitar you hear on the Temptations is uh is dennis coffee um you have david winans the second from the winans gospel family you wow. have uh shirley uh you have shirley hayden from brides of funkenstein and parlette and she also sang with the talking heads you have <laughs> yeah. the talking heads. you have uh you have pink spells who sang with stevie wonder Jeez, dude. Um, Ken Kazora, who played with Maruga alongside Ola, uh, Baba Olatunji. Maruga Booker, who is the brains behind Maruga Cosmic Boogie, who brings everybody together. Uh, Maruga was, uh, he played with uh, John Lee Hooker in the 60s. Jeez. And he played with um, Tim Harden at the original Woodstock. And he played, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. And he played with uh, Weather Report and Sweet Nighter with Weather Report. And he played with uh, Jerry Garcia and Merle Saunders on Blues from the Rainforest. He played with Bob Dylan and Allen Ginsberg. He played with, like, the list goes on and on and on. He played with P-Funk. He's a P-Funk All-Star, lifetime member of P-Funk All-Star. Jeez. And, like, <laughs> Dude, the list is, like, literally never ending. I think That's he has crazy. 11 Detroit Music Awards right now. And he has, like... He has a Lifetime Achievement Award uh, from the Detroit Jazz Association, or from WJZZ, that's what it is, from WJZZ, from the jazz that was started by Dave Brubeck. And then he also has the uh, his crown jewel, in his opinion, in my opinion as well, he has the Voices for Peace Award. For, Voices from the, for Peace? Yeah, Dude. from Hiroshima. So what? the Hiroshima Voices from Peace Award. Yeah, in 1991, I believe. That's insane. Yeah, so Maruga just turned 81 years old, and we played at his birthday. Kali Rose actually played the last song at the uh, at his show for his birthday. The closing song. That's right. It was the closing song. That's impressive. And so. out of your very large list of people you've performed with, who would you say has been like your number one person to ever play with on oh, stage? Man. I know. I'm going to put you in a corner on this one. It's hard to say. Like, it depends. You know, I've been on stage with a bunch of really, really amazing musicians. Um, you know, I really love playing with Maruga. When him and I play together, it's like it really clicks. Um, 
you know, before Tony Strat Thomas passed away, he was part of our band as well. And him and I really fed off each other and playing with him. He was Rick James' guitar player and also yeah. P-Funk's guitar player. Um, he just, uh, Him and Maruga are both on Atomic Dog. I like this song. Uh, bow wow wow you be yo you be yay okay. bow wow yeah no you know <laughs> yeah that, yeah you had to do the exactly. initial reminding okay <laughs> that's crazy I yeah, feel like so. it's been like a roller coaster for music I mean yeah. you didn't pick up a guitar till twenty one but looking you know past to now it's just like been I'll completely skyrocketed yeah my fir- my second concert so my first concert was here in San Marcos at an old hookah bo- uh, hookah lounge called the Stratosphere right here on LBJ. Okay. Uh, it's now that vintage shop that they have. Not not on uh, the new shop that's next to the Mexican restaurant on the corner right there, like next to the alleyway. Okay. Um, so uh, close to classic tattoos yeah. and stuff like that. So on that side in that building, uh, there was a hookah bar called Stratosphere. And that's where my first gig was. My second gig was also on LBJ, uh, where it's now the barber shop, but it used to be a head shop called High Times. And it was one of their big like opening parties. Okay. And I uh, I opened for Carlton Pride, Charlie Pride's son. <laughs> your your musical like array and list of people you've played with is just like so impressive. It's crazy. And then to also hear your radio like your music is on forty different In forty countries. Yeah. Jeez, dude, that's that's crazy. Callie, are you ready to hear dark horror? Yeah. So this is a beat that you made, mm-hmm. and all from just a phone, right? Yeah. That's crazy. Yep, well, she mixed it live and recorded it live. This is Kali Rose KB with Dark Horror. Y'all enjoy.
are back live in the station and we're about to do some some live some live music for y'all so we're gonna have Kali Rose on the harmonica and JJB is gonna be on the guitar and really quick before we get into some live music what are you most looking forward to for tomorrow like are you excited to see the performances to dress up what is it, this is your first music award first one in my life that's awesome and you're a seven and you're already nominated in the finalist for two that's yes. really cool that's really exciting and yeah it's pretty those awesome those two corded categories is is two of the largest categories in all of the categories that's crazy they were two of the biggest categories <laughs> that's insane and you were and you were in the finalist group that's not everyone can say that. Like, not many. Like, only five made it through the probably, like, 50-plus people that were in there. That's awesome. That's really impressive. Well, without further ado, are you ready to play some harmonica for us? Yeah. Awesome. Well, y'all, take it away. Go ahead. crazy that's awesome <laughs> y'all are just like one huge like dynamic duo i love especially like the daddy daughter duo like absolutely adorable i love it has it been what do you like performing up on stage with your dad yeah what do you like what he like hearing him sing playing guitar all of it just like do you have like a favorite thing you like to do with him on stage as far as like sing or guitar no just all of it yeah that's awesome we just like making music yeah yeah that's really cool i'm super excited to see y'all at the awards tomorrow and also wh how old were you when you made so much fun i was three you were three <laughs> so yeah. 
y'all, if, I mean, if y'all need some motivation or some inspiration, this girl was three years old writing songs. And if that's not, maybe not a wake-up call or just something to look up to, I mean, that's crazy impressive from, I mean, she is... She's like not even a quarter of my, you know, not that would be false, but like half my age. And she's like making her own music and has been doing this since she could walk. Like first steps straight into music, which yeah, is crazy. It's pretty crazy with her, with the this song so much fun. You know, we were in the studio. We had this track, Maruga and I recorded a rhythm track. And Kali comes in and Maruga's like, we should have the girls play harmonica. So Kali and Lily at the time where Lily was two and Kali was three. They played their harmonica parts, and where one played rhythm, the other played lead, and then they would switch, and nobody told them how to do that. They just both did it. And then Kali gets up and is like, oh, Daddy, this is my song. This is what my words go to. So she hops over and tugs on Maruga's sleeve. Is like, Mr. Maruga, this is my song. Can I sing my words? He's like, all right, sweetheart. And so she goes and sings her words and then tells me what and where to sing. And then Amiko from Cindy Lauper hears the song and asks to get on the song, and she joined it on the keys playing Hammond. And then uh, Paul Vornhagen for The Temptations heard it and asked if he could get on it. And so Kali has Amiko from Cindy Lauper, Paul Vornhagen for The Temptations on sax, and Maruga Booker on drums, and myself on guitar. And this is from Booker and Bridges Delight, World Jam Demic. That is awesome. Well, let's have so much fun in the studio while we listen to this as the closing song, and then we'll be right back so we can uh, see where to find them at. Y'all enjoy. I've been having so 
Alrighty, that was so much fun. Now, really quick, where can we find y'all? So you can find us at jjbmusic.com. Uh, if you look up Kali Rose, K-B, K-A-L-I-R-O-S-E, K-B, uh, she pops up everywhere. She's on Instagram. She has a professional page. You can find me under Justin James Bridges. If you Google my name, it pops up everywhere. And uh, yeah, we got a bunch of music out. We're with Maruga Cosmic Boogie and with Booker and Bridges Delight. And uh, our album got named Top 25 Funk Albums of 2021. So look up World Jam Dimmick. Booker and Bridges Delight, World Jam Dimmick. That's what that last song was off of. Well, awesome. Thank you all so much for coming on the show. And I look forward to seeing y'all all fancied up tomorrow. This completes our episode for today. And y'all have an amazing, beautiful Thursday. Thanks Cheers. for having us.